Hey everybody, don't miss this episode. This is a great mock draft, multi-flex draft today. This is a mock draft Monday that got recorded on a Tuesday that's getting posted on a Wednesday and you're getting another show tomorrow. Stay tuned with us this week, all month long and all season long. It's the Russell. Outstanding. Another Mock Draft Monday, baby. Big Betsus and the law. How you guys doing today? Feeling good. Be oh, man. This guy, <laughs> no, I swear to God, we need to find our office because <laughs> Lance is the worst. Everyone listening, I, want, I just oh, want to fill you guys God. in. We come from very humble beginnings here at Roster Up. We tried to do the in-person thing, didn't work. Now we're on Zoom and you're just, you know, facing these just difficulties and life. But, you know, I like to give it up to, for my two co-hosts. They've been, uh, you know, dealing with selling houses, newborn babies, work and, you know, COVID that's affecting everybody. But, you know, we're out here giving you content, everyone. So, uh, hey, because of fantasy the love comes of the game. first, right? Fantasy comes first. Amen. Fantasy before reality. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, to get back into things, we got a good, interesting mock draft for you today. It's going to be a good one for sure. Um, since sometimes people want their league to be different or they, you know, have these super flex leagues or added bonuses to their leagues. Multi-flex leagues are like becoming, you know, more of a new reality in fantasy, so to speak. And it just, you know, takes things to a whole different level. So I mentioned my family league before on the show. The reason why I chose this kind of type of draft, if you got um, multi-flex positions in your league, that's what we're going to try and highlight today. And this family league that I always speak of, it has one QB, two wide receivers, two running backs, one tight end, two regular flexes of wide receiver, running back, tight end, one wide receiver slash running back position flex, and then one wide receiver slash tight end flex. So you have a total of four different flexes. You could start six different wide receivers, and then you still have your defense and your kicker. How does, this, that, uh, how does that equate to a regular team? That will turn out to be 12 uh, starting roster spots instead of 10, because usually we'll, you know, as we do our mock drafts in our in the past, we've done three wide receivers and one regular flex. And a lot of um, leagues also have like two wide receivers and two running backs and one flex or maybe two flex. So you're adding two more positions basically in this aspect, um, whether it be wide receiver, tight end, or running black in some format. But um, that's how it kind of affects your starting lineup. And just, you know, some housekeeping, guys. Like I always say, you know what I'm about to say, like go listen to our other media, roster up media outlets, you know, check out our website. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. We even have a TikTok. And 
you know, just look for your favorite team. We're growing by the minute, it seems, almost the second. Um, there's more and more content out there every day. And who knows, we'll be adding more teams before the season starts. So, you know, <laughs> jump on board. So what we're going to do tonight is this multi-flex uh, draft. Before that, we'll jump into the news. And then before the – or at, right after the news, I'll kind of explain the multi-flex uh, draft approach. So, Ooze, take it away with the news. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm here. Let's go. We're starting off with news, people. Fantasy news. Uh, we're starting off – one thing is uh, the rookie from Baltimore – uh, Rashad Bateman is week to week with a growing uh, injury. Um, I, I've been watching Bateman. You know, the Ravens haven't been the best place for receivers. And James, uh, I'm about to say Jameis, um, he is coming up in the news. But uh, um, Lamar hasn't been the best to throw to the receivers. But he was one of the ones that the Ravens want to look at. Uh, they drafted him. Um, but he's injured. He's injured with a groin. Um, Amari Cooper, he's finally taken off the pup list this week. So he's off the pup, meaning he can uh, participate in uh, training camp. They definitely need a wide receiver because that Hall of Fame game was Garbazio, okay, Basuda. And I'm sorry. Uh, can somebody refresh me? Did we get to that 31 points? Bruh. I'm sorry, okay? I'm <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry, okay? I'm sorry. I, I can't say it. I'm sorry enough, man. All right? I thought it's going to be way better. I thought um, uh, Dwayne Hawkins, um, Dwayne, whatever his name, Hawkins, right? Or whatever Haskins. his name is. Haskins. Yeah, I said Hawkins. Haskins. I thought he's going to be way better. I thought new, like, Pittsburgh, um, new scene, like, he went, like, when I was watching him, he was just... Oh, it, he wasn't it. I don't think he's gonna get. I don't. I don't think he's gonna get the uh, the uh, backup QB QB two spot. I think it's gonna be um, oh boy from uh, last year, um, the guy that got hit over the head with the with the, with the helmet. Oh, I can I can Rudolph? picture that in my head. <laughs> that's all. Like, <laughs> like, that's really all I can like remember him from. But yeah, <laughs> him. Um, in other news, uh, Mason, Rudolph. <laughs> yeah, Mason, um, Darren Wallet from the Las Vegas Raiders, he has missed his eighth street practice. This is very alarming for me. Um, I know we're still kind of early in camp, but eighth street practices and you miss, and he's he's gonna be our QB. I think he's our ADP right now, he's our QB, uh, three or four. You know, in I mean, the so he, last draft, he went in the third round. He went in the third round, right? So he's he's high there. Um, we just want to watch out for him, see how he's going to um, go. More probably we'll get more news on what the injury is, or you know, if his family issues, if COVID. You know, I mean, they they, they haven't really said anything like that. Um, one thing, uh, another another uh, piece of news is uh, my man Jalen Hurts. Spoiler alert. One of my sleepers is heavily targeting Dallas Goddard in camp. Heavenly. 
have have been leaked. Okay, I can't speak, guys. I'm sorry. Anyways, um, <laughs> <Heavily. laughs> he, is, <laughs> he is targeting Dallas Gower and Zach Ertz. It is looking like this, he's going to be his favorite target, maybe because he can't throw over 25 yards, but we'll see. You know what I mean? I think with Dallas Gower being there, being younger, Ertz might be getting traded before the, the trade deadline in the season. Um, young, fast, basically the younger Ertz. He's going around like, eighth or tenth round that's the sleeper you know what i mean uh michael thomas looking like the saints want to trade him now with all the uh sean payton and michael thomas drama and his injury we're not all saints guys we're not all saints yeah we're not, we're not all saints but talk about why another wide receiver at the uh saints camp is marquez cataway um he's looking like the go-to guy second year man um, six two, fast dude, and um, he's looking he's looking sharp in camp. Supposedly, uh, Jacoby Myers. I watched something on uh, I think it was uh, Bleacher Report Gridiron. That man Cam, Cam, Cam. I see I see Lance is shaking his head, but my man Cam dropping dimes. Okay, and Jacoby Myers is out here catching them dimes. He's the most consistent. They what this will happen. This is what they said from the athletic, from the athletic um, Patriots. Jacoby Myers has been the most consistent receiver in camp, and his number one target. Ooh, that boy gonna be fire, man! I can't wait for that first bet to go through. But uh, yeah, that's um for me. That's that's it for the news. You know what I mean? I mean, we're, we're done with the news. Thank you. Thank you. As always, thank you for the news update. Everyone, like we said in our uh, drafting tips, if you didn't listen, go take a gander and listen. And to Hard Knocks those. tonight. Hard Knocks is tonight. Hard Knocks tonight. And go back and listen to our older shows and get the draft tips. That's one of our tips. News, news, news. It's very, very important as you're going throughout your season and drafts. And I didn't even know some of this news. So this was news new news to me um before i get into explaining this stuff i just wanted to point out um neil our fantasy football season long article writer has posted a new article go check it out rostermediaup.com the way part two high iq drafting um it goes along with part one and it's a real good article You'll gain insight, and along with our drafting tips, better help dominate your uh, drafts to then obviously better help dominate your leagues. So real quick, um, and Lance and Ooze, you can chime in on some of these as well as I run through them, but this draft for me, because I've done it, I think, six years now, is very much more complicated because you have more spots to fill out, and there's more things you have to kind of consider. Um, you're really thinking about starting lineup for the first like 10 rounds, 12 rounds, like mainly the 10 because your kicker and defense will still be last, but you're really like trying to hit home runs on basically one through 10, one through 12, basically. I'm not, and, and just to interrupt you, I'm not even going to hold you. I'm going to, I, I, I might not even draft a kicker and defense just because I know Smart. the fact that I can pick them up from the beginning of the season if I needed to, but I 
if we're drafting this early or, you know, if it's our second week of August or third week of August, I'm making sure I'm filling up my bench spots, excuse me, filling up my bench spots with players um, and then go from there. Yep. But, and, and he's saying right now he wouldn't do this September 7th. He would do this August 10th. Yeah. He probably would still draft a kicker on September 7th. Draft a defense on September right because remember, but now right. he wants to he wants to benefit from absolutely. all the news, all the camp stuff coming out. Absolutely, uh, remember we we haven't we're in the technically the tenth practice for most of the teams of the yeah. third two teams. Um, first cuts doesn't happen till next week, I believe, or the week after. So first cuts to eighty something, and then next cut is to fifty two. So yep. we're we're very early, you know. I mean, even though we have those later drafts, like you know, the, the 25th to the 31st to, or maybe 25th to the 11th, you know, some people draft the day before the season starts. Um, you know, we still have a lot of time, and things are moving always. Exactly right. And one thing, and a couple other things I noticed in this type of draft, stashing someone may not benefit you because you need to fill your starting roster. Prime example would be like Michael Thomas. He's still going to get drafted, but if I'm sitting there and it's Michael Thomas and say another player in wherever his ADP is, I'm probably going with the other player because stashing in this type of situation is, you know, could, you know, really hurt your team, especially the starting lineup, since you have to start so many different, you know, flex players or wide receivers and things like that. Then handcuffs in the mid rounds become much more valuable because understand that you have to start at your, you know, starting lineup and then everyone else has to. So they're grabbing more players and things like that. And then that means, you know, if one star running back goes down, that's, you know, you got prime real estate in another backfield than someone else. So you know, handcuffs become much more valuable. So, you know, if I'm looking at someone to stash at the running back position and it's a pick between someone to stash who's maybe injured for the next couple of weeks versus a a handcuff that may be, you know, if, you know, the starting RB goes down and they're the starter, then, you know, I'll take that handcuff probably all day, every day. And then once you get into the later rounds, when you're deciding between running backs and wide receivers, wide receivers become much more valuable. And I'm talking like real late because, you know, your third string wide receiver could still get you some points, you know, maybe say like week 10, just the, the third string wide receiver just goes off for you and gets like two touchdowns and has a good day. Whereas you're, you know, running backs running by running backs by committee or your third string running back they're not going to get you that many points on any type of you know game basis and then you need to have a deeper knowledge of these later rounds you know third string tight ends um i mean third string wide receivers no name tight ends handcuffs on even probably bad teams because you know there's going to be much more just spots filled and much more players taken throughout you know the first couple of rounds than you would normally see probably and in the league that i'm you know basing this off of there are return yards and that makes um, other players much more valuable we will not be drafting with return yards today but 
if you know you this is just a tip for people that have return yards it makes like players like uh cordell patterson much more valuable someone who's a wide receiver and a running back and he gets a loss of return yards as well as receiving yards or rushing yards so you know cordell patterson is usually undrafted but in a league like this it's probably smart to take them in the double digit rounds because you'll get great value from it. And you got to do more research because you got to have that deeper knowledge of players, not just, you know, the first, you know, however many players go off the board. So these are the things we want to keep in mind as we're drafting again, one QB, two wide receivers, two running backs, one tight end, two flex, regular wide receiver, running back or tight end one wide receiver slash running back, one wide receiver or tight end, kicker, defense. And then I shortened the bench to three, uh, three people on the bench, and it's full PPR, guys, full PPR. So um, is the quarterbacks four points or six points here? Um, regular. In the league, it's six that I'm in. I think it's okay. six. So we're, we're, let's, let's go with six. Okay. So. And Ooze is going to hit up us up with our positions for the draft. And then we're literally going to jump in and get started. No, let's go. Uh, we have C baby. He is picking number uh, one, actually. Dang it. I hate uh, Lance is picking number six. Lucky duck. And I am picking number nine. All right, so we're spread out somewhat. Good, good spread. I want to go click on your thing. Is that mine? All right. All right, cool. So, you know, C baby one, Lance six, me nine. Uh, fairly spread out. You know, I'm closer to the turn here, uh, and we're off. Off the board, Christian McCaffrey, taken by me, Alvin Kamara, Saquon, Dalvin Cook, Nick Chubb. I don't. I just want to point this out because me and Cody were looking at um, draft stuff um, this past weekend, and Saquon has been falling into the second round on high stakes leagues. Don't know oh, why, but that's like no, great no value. Reason. Yeah, that's just crazy. Um, I would say. One piece of news I did forget was Saquon is also off the pop list. I yes. want to say no. He yes, is. yes, he no. is right. He is also off the pop list, um, and could be starting week one. But the Giants do not want to push it, and could be delaying him to week three, which and is then, huge. I think I think that news is huge. Oh yes, and maybe that's why he's you know falling to the second round. And then after that was, I think I said Nick Chubb, but Lance took Jonathan Taylor. Team seven took Tyreek Hill. And then Derrick Henry fell to team eight, which is kind of kind of low for him, I would say. And that well, was I went on with, the clock. Yeah, I was on the, I was between Henry and Taylor, and I went with the person who was going to get more uh, points with the catches, considering we're doing a full point. I wanted sure, to yeah. take, take the upside on Taylor. Good, good consideration. I I I agree with that, but the only problem is I think I'll still go with Derek there. Um, but let me choose mine before I go and 
uh, Zeke. I'm going to go with Zeke here. Um, Zeke. Only reason, only thing about that John's yellow take, take is they Naeem Hines is usually their pass catcher back. Just being a Colts fan, I just know that when it comes to the screens, when it comes to the outs coming out from the backfield, you're going to mostly see Naeem Hines. That, but I would say, if you have the chance, the the handcuff for that is Naeem Hines, and you can grab that and still stick them in your flex and double your and double down on them. Um, so Travis Kelsey, oh, damn it! So uh, Travis Kelsey, DK, Austin Eckler, um, Devonta Adams, Aaron Jones, and Pat Mahomes just went on the wraparound. I really wanted to draft Pat Mahomes here, and I got snaked, which I'm mad about because having it at six touchdowns, six points per touchdowns, it's huge when, you know, those high-caliber QBs are averaging, like for Pat Mahomes, four touchdowns a game. Um, Very true. That really kind of hurt. And... I think this is where we part ways with my running backs. Hmm. Yep. You heard right, sir. Oh, yeah. Ooze went with Stefan Diggs. And then D-Hop went off the board. And then Joe Mixon. And now it's Lance's turn in the middle of the draft. All right. So there, I went with Stephon Diggs. I, I mean, I, I had a choice between D Hop, Stephon Diggs before, you know, and I just think that either way, he could have gone well, but for the deeper shots, for the bonuses, if we have any bonuses, I think Stephon Diggs would have, you know, I have him higher in all my all my rankings. And then- I took uh, Justin Jefferson. Trying to get some of his uh, sophomore, uh, hoping not for a sophomore something, hoping for another jump. Uh, I can do, do you, that. So uh, I don't like, so m- one of my things is uh, this season is that I don't like wide receivers with QB COVID issues. <laughs> 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 Only because they're, you know, once, once they have COVID, you know, they got to go through, it, it looks like, you know, a 10 day thing. So they're going to miss a week depending on where it is. You know what I mean? Or they haven't had to test like negative for like three or four straight tests. So for Justin Jefferson's sake, he like, he already missed Kirk Cousins for a couple practices here. Well, and Kirk Cousins is saying, Hey, I'd rather build myself a plaque, you know, plexiglass uh, around me instead of taking the COVID vaccine. So uh, I like that pick for Justin Jefferson himself as a value, but I just don't like the QB situation there. And then off the board after that was Calvin Ridley, George Kittle, J.K. Dobbins, and A.J. Brown. And then it came back to me with double picks because I'm first, and I took Keelan out as my first pick. My second pick is going to be Antonio Gibson, even though I want to go – wide receiver 
I was talking to Cody about this this weekend. I like Antonio Gibson if he's my second running back. And now mm-hmm. I have two uh, running backs that catch the ball out of the backfield. And now I can just kind of solely focus on probably wide receivers for the most part. Now, then Harris went off the board, D. Swift, Terry McLaurin, uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, and now Lance's pick in the third round. Yeah, I'm interested with Josh Allen here. I don't know that I want to go that high considering what I have to fill out with the rest of my roster. So I'm going to go I'm going to go Mike Evans. I don't like Julio Jones next to A.J. Brown. And um, I get snaked again. <laughs> well, you wanted Allen? Uh, when you said that you're going to choose Allen, I, look, I completely agree with you. I thought, you know, being up there, on the turnaround on the third round will be kind of too early for me dropping to three, nine Josh Allen would have been perfect. But again, the team next to me wants to snake my God damn QB. And Um, I'll say this real quick because of the dynamics of this quote unquote family draft with the high points stacking is very, very, I would say encouraged in this type. Absolutely. Of so, so then you taking Josh Allen would have been perfect there. Absolutely. That was my strategy with, um, with Zeke who's catching the ball, of the backfield. Absolutely. So, I, mean, I, I mean, I know, yes. I know, I know with Zeke, I know with Zeke, they're trying to say that, Hey, Tony Pollard is going to be involved more and more, but this new slimmer Zeke, I, I can't wait for their second preseason game. <laughs> um, I, I think it's going to be, uh, if I have to hear about this boy being in shape, this man is here, this man I is swear, this man is eating right. Okay, no more processed foods. He's he's vegan. Amen. Okay, he's vegan. All right, pass so, me with all that. Pass me with all that. So my thing was, you know, six points again. That's huge for a QB and full point PPR. Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs will have been a perfect, you know, one-two punch. And having my uh, first running back being Zeke, I think I was starting off really well. So I have a minute here left. Um, I'm kind of flustered. Just I know I shouldn't be flustered in the third round, but it just kind of threw me off guard. Um, I'm going to go the PPR. I'm, I'm telling you, go, this I'm, draft is hard. <laughs> so I'm going to go and grab me full point PPR, a nice 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 Cooper cup here mm. Mm. yeah you like, like those I, people who get those 10 targets a game yeah I, I need I need high I need high floors I need high floors high floors like just like Lance said that 10 target a game type of type of player that you know if out of 10 he's catching eight that's an easy eight points um and then you know that's all for the receptions so when I, you know, think about this, I want to maximize on, you know, those 10 targets, 12 targets for those wide receivers. And knowing that Matthew Stafford throws a lot, doesn't, doesn't matter where he goes. It is the Lions. It will be the Los Angeles Vegas uh, Raiders. It will be the Rams. Uh, it don't matter. Anywhere he's going to throw. He likes to throw the ball. He can throw the ball. He's very talented. He has an arm. Um, he can get out of, you know, trouble really quick. So, um, I like that uh, Cooper Cup here. 
Uh, and I'm back. Allen Robinson, Miles Sanders, Julio Jones went. Colin Murray, Josh Jacobs, and um, who's this? Uh, um, David Montgomery. Is this my, yeah, uh, went off the board. And it's back to me. <sighs> so, again, I'm, I'm over here kind of punting on these things. But I see a name that really entices me. And I just want to see where he goes. Um, I don't think he's going to last because of his value. And that is Miles Gaskin. But with so many flexes on this team, my max running back capacity is three. But I can play five um, wide receivers like Seabate were saying earlier. So I'm going to maximize on that. I think I'm going to go here with a nice. I don't like that. No, I do like that. I don't like that. Jamar Chase. I think he's going to be the main target over there instead of T. Higgins. I should have, like, Kyle Pitts went after me and Amari Cooper. I didn't want to stack. I wanted to see me Lamb, but I didn't want to stack teams. Um, Kyle Pitts was one of my picks. Um, I think he's going to be a PPR monster because how Matt Ryan loves to target his tight ends. He always have. He made money off of, money off of that. You know what I mean? Like Tony Gonzalez, Hunter Henry, um, you know. So I went with Jamar Chase there. So I got a weird stack going. I got Godwin and Evans. Now that is not frowned upon because if this was sort of like DFS and they had a good matchup and you had Tom Brady, then then you're kind of golden for that week. Yeah, yeah but we're not but we're not drafting DFS. Okay. I, but I we understand. do have a DFS podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the DFS podcast <laughs> and roster up. Um, we appreciate Out, you guys. Outstanding segue. Um to touch back on what Ooze was saying, I just wanted to get it right. You can start six wide receivers, and you can start up to five running backs. I thought the oh, it's a it's a oh, okay, it's okay, okay, two okay. regular so... flexes, one wide receiver slash running back, and one gotcha. basically one receiving flex. Right. Okay. So now, just to shoot out our teams, Lance has Jonathan Taylor, Justin Jefferson, Mike Evans, and Chris Godwin. Ooze has Zeke, Stefan Diggs, Cooper Cup, and Jamar Chase. I have Christian McCaffrey, Keenan Allen, and Anton Gibson. And now I'm sitting at the turn with two picks. And after Lance picked in the middle was Chris Carson, Lamar Jackson, Daryl Henderson, and Ietni off the board. Um, I'm going to take the other Rams wide receiver, Robert Woods. He's one of my favorite players. And I'm actually going to take uh, – this one's a toss-up between CeeDee Lamb, DJ Moore, and Thielen. I'll go CeeDee Lamb since I'm a Cowboys fan, and I haven't seen him go this late at 5-1. He usually is much more higher, so I'll take it. Then after that, when DJ Moore – uh, Thielen, Kenny Galladay, Mark Andrews, and now it's Lance's turn in the fifth round. 
Mm. I'm gonna steal Gaskins. Mm. <laughs> I'll blow a Gaskin. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I think that's a good pick for you because for me for season long, I don't, I didn't like that. Uh, Mike Evans first spot. but again, I think they can both go off on the same team. We've seen it happen before. You know, I mean, some teams got two a thousand yard receivers on their team, right? And he, they're playing with the greatest one of the greatest quarterbacks, or if not the greatest quarterback in the, in the NFL, which is Tom Brady. That being said, it is my turn. It's your and turn. Now, I do want to point out, Russell Wilson, perennial 30 touchdown QB, still sitting there. Yeah. Um, Russell, for, 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 for me, Russell Wilson doesn't really fall into the tier. For me, I think he's like a tier three or, or high end tier two. So for me, I need to fill out more of my wide receiver running backs and those QBs. Um, so, so I'm in between two here. Um, actually, I'm not in between two. Sammy D's going to take me home tonight. But what I'm saying that is Robert Anderson, I, I went with. After that was is that? Javante oh, <laughs> Williams, TJ Hawkinson, uh, James Robinson, um, Brian Aruk, Russell Wilson went off. Michael Thomas went off at a uh, 6'4", 6'3". So it's back to me on this turn. I'm locking up Tyler Lockett here. And now I'm surprised you didn't go with Tyler Lockett first, but I understand the big play ability with Robbie Anderson. Yeah, so when I, when I, when I went at Robert Anderson, I think uh, with Curtis Samuels, being there, um, and Robert Anderson coming in to the fold. What put me over the top is Sam Donald. Sam Donald is very familiar with Robert Anderson, so I think he's going to target Robert Anderson way more than he's going to target any other uh, receiver in in the uh, uh, on his line. So that's why I went with Robert Anderson. And then off the board after that was OBJ, Devontae Smith, and now. In the middle again is Lance on the way back in the sixth round. Yeah. So this is where it starts getting uh, heavier for people looking for the mid-rounds because we're not talking about setting up your bench with another wide receiver. We're not talking about setting up your bench with another running back. You're still looking at starters this whole way through. Um, and so you're going to want to go with people who are going to get that um, – Get those points for you. Get those, get those catches, especially if this is a full PPR. I'm, I don't like the Pittsburgh wide receivers. Um, I'm not really, I don't trust Smith Schuster and Johnson's just not doing it for me right now. You don't want him to juju on the beat? Juju on that beat. Juju on the beat. Juju on that beat. And so we're looking at, especially if you're looking into the next 10 picks, Average draft position for these. we got three Pittsburgh wide receivers just sitting there. Um, I don't like the quarterbacks that are sitting around right now, and I'm not really looking for that kind of stuff. 
So I might go with, I might go with Waddle, even though I think Higgins is a better player, but I think Waddle is going to get more of the one reps in Miami. Even with Devontae Parker out there? Even with Devontae Parker out there. Tua okay. couldn't find Parker when Parker was there last year, but I think he'll find Waddle. Maybe again with like that uh, familiar familiarity. Yeah. Yep. So Lance took Waddle after that one, Justin Herbert, uh, Deontay Johnson, Chase Edward, Edmonds, sorry, and Juju on that beat. Now I'm up with the turn and I'm still filling out my roster. Um, I mean, this is, I'm telling you guys, this. Um, type of draft is hard because there's a lot of implications you got to consider because you're still filling out your roster. Um, I'm going to go chase Claypool on one and then Did Sutton go off the board already? I'm going to take Sutton. I went with Chase Claypool just because I'm just hoping for the big play, even though I do agree with your takes on the Pittsburgh Steeler wide receivers. And then Sutton, he was a very high draft pick last year. Everyone was big on him. He was going to have a you know this breakout season. Then he got injured. I'm hopefully... You know, I'm just hoping for that to, you know, be true again. It's just he doesn't get injured. Then after the board after that, when T. Higgins, uh, Debo Samuels, Mike Davis, Leonard Fournette, and Lance took Tom Brady to stack with Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. Then DJ I actually Char- wanted, yeah, I actually wanted a wide receiver there, but because I had Godwin and Evans, I wanted to get that stack. So I, I actually reached for Tom where I normally would have waited another round or two. Yeah, I mean, that's very weird. I feel like Tom, uh, the strategy is correct, but I feel like the timing is not. Um, I feel like you could have gotten Tom Brady probably in the 10th round, maybe the ninth round. Um, Now, trying to kind of shape this in the form that it has added bonuses and kind of I know you guys aren't in this league, but kind of make it more similar to the family league Yeah, in a sense that this is probably perfect for Tom Brady because I've seen it happen where there's a major QB run in the mid rounds because the QB scoring system is so crazy. Like you need a good quarterback or you need to be very strategic about it. And this I do agree with what you're saying. If it was kind of less of more of a regular draft, but this where it's like inflated points, you need to like almost make certain that you get certain players at certain times. And -hmm. hence why I agree with him taking him there. But at the same time, I, I get what you're saying. No, yeah, absolutely. Like I said, like I said, I think the strategy is spot on. Uh, I just think this think the timing is a little bit off. Could have probably waited one or two more rounds before you grab Tom Brady to assure that. Um, but I think it's a great pick either way. You you know, one one thing's 
that we try not to, uh, you know, try to encourage is if you know you want a guy, go get him. You know, I mean, sometimes ADP doesn't matter. Sometimes that, you know, uh, you know, standard of where you should draft someone shouldn't matter sometimes. You always got to believe in players and your strategy. So with that being said, um, I'm going to pick up a more recent and more, uh, I think he's going to, you know, he's going to be one of my breakouts this season. And I can't believe he hasn't gone yet. Um, is Jerry Judy. Uh, yeah, that was, that was who I was between Jerry Judy or Brady. Yeah. I, I think that's a, depending on the quarterback situation and how that's going to go, hopefully Sean says, you know, Texas, I love you guys, but you know, I got a lot of shit going on, but uh, <laughs> I got to get here. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So, um, yeah. I, 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 but if anything, Drew Locke hopefully gets the job and he's more consistent. I hope he had a great offseason this this year and uh, did, did a, a justice to himself and so he can do a justice to the team. So, that being said, my team is consisting of I, I want to say relatively high floors. I have uh, Zeke, Diggs, Cooper Cup, Jamar Chase, uh, Robbie Anderson, Tyler Lockett, Jared Judy. Um, I only have one running back. Need to go find this, another one, right? In the eighth round, yep. I think this is a great pickup for me. Is Gaskin still there? Huh? <laughs> No, Gaskin's in. You picked up Gaskin, my guy. <laughs> He's just trolling you. <laughs> like, bruh. Like, bruh. <laughs> like, <laughs> so um, I want to go. I mean, I just don't like the Bills running game at all. But, you know, I think paying Josh Allen so much money, I think, the you know, the, the coach is going to be like, hey, we can't just put on the shows all the time because we don't want to kill him. So I'm going to go Zach Moss here. And as you're making your picks, everyone, sometimes you just got to, like we've said before on different mock drafts, you got to stomach a pick. And I feel like who stomach that one because he's not big on him, but in the eighth round in this type of league, you need, you know, your second running back. You need to at least fill out your roster. So I understand that pick. And then after that pick was Will Fuller, James Conner. Now it's back to Lance in the eighth round in the middle. Man, you know what I just really noticed is that that Miami um, wide receiver group is it's, uh, it's stacked a little bit. Will Fuller, Devontae Parker, uh, uh, Waddle, Waddle. You know what I mean? You got the tight end there. Um he got a lot of targets. I don't think it shouldn't be a Tua shouldn't struggle. You know, what I mean, like I, I feel like. But if he, he does, gather. what does that say? I mean, what does it say? I mean, just lefty lefty quarterbacks can't play. That's all. <laughs> the hate on no, lefties. All right, probably, you know, you know, crazy thing, he's not lefty. He's righty. Oh, let's say. <laughs> I always, always, always mix him up with. Jalen Hurts is lefty. Correct. Yes. I agree with you last time, but I think you're right this time. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
So Gusecki. Um obviously Uz wow. is not happy about me taking Just, wow. a third Miami player, which actually this is this is a problem for me. I have three Miami players. This guy's gonna Gaston's get Gusecki, this, guy's, this guy's gonna get. Lance took the first tight end out of the three of us, and now after that went Trey Sermon, Kenyon Drake, Dallas Goddard, Matthew Stafford. I'm a little mad because I was going to take Matthew Stafford to stack with Robert Woods. I was going to take Trey Sermon possibly as another pick, and I also considered Dallas Goddard in the ninth round as my starting oh tight end. Oh, my God. So I got sniped three times on the way back. No, I, and, I, and I feel you. I feel you. Um, it's it's a sucky feeling. Um, I may have to avoid my stacking, uh, you know, thing that I want to do because I don't can't do it anymore unless I take Drew Locke or Big Ben, and there's no way I'm doing that. Mm-hmm. But um, let's see. I still we're still starting our our starting lineup, everyone, in round eight, nine, and ten, and twelve. So, or 11 and 12. So I'm going to go, I'm going to go Jarvis Landry for one pick. PPR, um, he just catches the ball. And then Aaron Rodgers for the other one. One of the last, I say, he's like the last of this tier when it goes to QBs for me. And, you know, people doubt him last year and he had an MVP season. I know he doesn't repeat that afterwards, but. Why not? I took him. Yeah. Then off the board after that was Logan Thomas. I'm mad about that because that was my, my my next pick, but yeah. Trevor Lawrence, Joe Burrow, Hurts. So a little bit of a QB run. And now it's back to Lance with the sixth pick of the ninth round. I, I think I have a problem, guys. <laughs> I think I have a problem. This guy, but I don't know what's going on with this guy. It's this, this guy just. It is straight. Uh, Miami and Tampa yeah. Bay for yeah, wait, wait. it's just it's Florida COVID over here. I've got <laughs> I got the Gulf Stream. It's gonna it's gonna doom the season for this team. But oh my god! I, I don't I hope all their winter games are home games. That's I don't know. For. I don't know what to say about those. Don't know what to say about those. Um. Mm, 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 mm. So I'm kind of mad about Team 5, right? Team 5 drafted two quarterbacks. Justin Herbert in, in the sixth round and Jalen Hurts in the, <laughs> in the ninth. And, and Team well, 7. Well, so did Team 7. They got oh, Tannehill and Prescott. Oh, oh. And, and the team other four. one got Burrow and Jackson. Yeah, so like, you know. What do they guys, know that we don't know? Got to be something. But So these guys are leaving me out to dry in the QB situation. Meaning. You got Watson gonna, still sitting I got to put there. a. I got to put a Pat McAfee foot and punt on that heavy. So um, I got sniped out the freaking air with Dallas Goddard. Um, like then, a new wide receiver selection, though. Then like got it. sniped again with Logan Thomas. Hunter Henry's out for a couple of weeks with an injury. <laughs> My Minnesota doesn't use uh, tight ends. So what I'm going to do here has sack walls. I'm going to, I'm going to grab a PPR monster since we have a full point PPR. 
I'm going with Naeem Hines here. Off the board after that was Tyler Boyd, Gronk, or Smith, Darren Harris, running back for New England, Bateman, and Singletary. Now it's back to ooze. So I am going to love this pick. So, again, we just talked about it. Um, Miami have, has a lot of talent over there with Devontae Parker. He's still on the board. Um, Henry Ruggs still on the board. Makeem Hardman still on the board. And this is where I really want to make sure I have a lot of options with high floors. Like I said, I keep saying high floors because I just want to make sure I can, like my team is based off of close to if not minimum of 10 points you know a week so that being said um oh man i really lance always lance been telling me this season uh he doesn't draft just players but Corey davis just seems so tasty here you know I, in this league i i was actually eyeing him up too so I, I wouldn't hate you. But I don't trust Zach Wilson over there. <laughs> so I'm going to go with someone that I know is going to throw the ball. He's bulked up this season. This wide receiver is bulked up this season. A little fast. I'm going to go with Henry Ruggs over here. Off the board after that was Tunyon and Marquise Brown. And one thing we didn't mention in our draft um, tips episode which is more relevant to this type of draft is even you, you avoid sucky teams because they have bad offenses and stuff like that. But in this circumstances, like every team is valuable. Every like offense is valuable because, you know, they will utilize their players. Let's say every offense, but yeah, yeah, close to it though. Let's just say 30 out of 32 teams, most likely. Yeah, yeah. So I know it's good to avoid Jets players, like Lance has been saying. I agree. But in this circumstances, you got to dig deep and look at, you know, what you can get value-wise to produce for your team. Mm-hmm. And now Lance is up with the 10th round, 6th pick, or 7th pick, rather. Yeah, I think I'll, I think so I'm going to avoid Jets players. That's the rule of thumb, so... I'm going with this guy. Ooze is high on him. I never really liked him, but we're going with Mike Williams. Ooh. I mean, to be honest, thank God it wasn't another like uh, Florida player, right? But he's, still, <laughs> but he's also chilling in the sun. I think Mike Williams is going to do well this season. You know what I mean? he He's next to, like, you know, he's playing next to one of the best wide receivers in the game and Keenan Allen, but with Justin... Herbert being so tall and so big and he loves Paul's he loves to throw the deep ball to a big target Mike Williams is only 26 you know what I mean he's fourth year in the league is 6'4 you know he's running those routes you know if you if he can just stay healthy and continue to have consistent games he can be you know a wide receiver 32 in the league you know top top of the top wide receiver you know what I mean like middle of the pack to the higher tier so, I, I mean, I, for me, I like that pick. And being at the 10th round, I love that pick. Next off the board was Tyler Higby, 
Michael Gallup, Curtis Samuel, and Corey Davis. I took Tony Pollard with my first pick because I do not have nearly any running backs. And this pick is either between McCall Hardman, who's his boy, or Devontae Parker, who we've been talking a lot about. And I don't know which one to really go with, but I'm going to go what's going to get me. I guess I'll go with the offense in this uh, particular mm, situation. Michael Pittman. Then Michael, Michael Pittman off the board, Deshaun Watson, Mooney, uh, Moore from the Jets. And now it's Lance's turn again. And our team's. So far, I got Aaron Rodgers, Christian McCaffrey, Antonio Gibson, Keenan Allen, Robert Woods, no tight end, C.D. Lamb, Chase Claypool, Cortland Sutton, and Jarvis Landry, filling out my flex positions, and then on my bench is Tony Pollard, Nicole Hardman, Lance has Taylor, Gaskin, Jefferson, a whole bunch of Florida players, Mike Evans, Godwin, Waddle, um, Gasecki, Tom Brady at the helm of the quarterback position, Antonio Brown. So he has all of the Tampa Bay wide receivers, Mike Williams. And I'm, then I might just try and take a Miami wide receiver. <laughs> and then I'll call out Ooze's team right after Lance makes his pick. We got Devontae Parker sitting out there, but actually I'm going for an oldie, hoping something happens for him. T.Y. Hilton. Uh, you, you sniped Ooze again. You know, I, he didn't snipe me. <laughs> to be honest, I said I think that's a good value pick at twelve. I think with, you know, he's he's going to be one of those guys that is going to start off slow because of the QB situation. Till we know that the you know the the true number one, Mister Carson Wentz himself, the Ginger Jesus, you know, <laughs> I mean, comes back. You know, he's uh, you know just for you guys out there. He's back at camp with no boot on, and he's just chilling, okay, resting. All right? Everybody's like, oh, he's got surgery. He's blast, you know? So just letting everybody know who called me, texted me. He's like, oh, look at you. My man standing upright with no boot on. Talk to me. And then I'll tell you, I'm not worried. And then Uzi's team is looking like Ezekiel Elliott, Zach Moss, Naheem Hines as his running backs, and a slew of wide receivers. Stephon Diggs, Cooper Cup, Jamar Chase, Robbie Anderson, Tyler Lockett, Jerry Judy, uh, Henry Ruggs. Just took Zach Ertz. As still the number one tight end still, there. Still the tight, number one tight end there. Then off the board went Baker Mayfield, Devontae Parker, finally, Justin Fields. Our first kicker and defense, Young Wake and the Ravens defense, Hunter Henry, and now it's back to ooze again. And remember, our be- our bench is shorter, so we're gonna um, fill it up rather quickly. All right, I'm going to back up my man's. Oh, this is tough, and go with Evan Ingram here. Oh, that was gonna be my pick. Dang it. Sniped again. That Trey Lance went off the board. Nelson Aguilar. And now it's Lance's turn. All right. So I think I'm going with, I'm going to take Ooze's uh, thoughts here. 
and really not look for kickers or defenses at all. Just try and get the rest of the people that I need to make sure I'm making a good decision or not getting a good decision. People coming out of camp, just getting hurt in the preseason or, or falling down the shuffle order. I want to see, see if I can get any flyers later on. So let me go over to running back. Do I want anybody running back? I'm not liking the Philly running back. I'm not liking Detroit running backs. So neither one of those are really going to help me right now. Um, but I do, I do love Arizona. So I think we're going to take what is going on here. Did you just break it? No, the API for some reason didn't take the. Uh, so the API had an error. So I took the. Uh, the took the wide receiver more out of Arizona. Then and right then, after him went the Philly running back Gainwell, then Smith, then Washington football team, and then Kurt Cousins. Who's his boy, Kurt Kurt Cousins? Mister Walking COVID himself. Now, Kurt Cousins. Oh my God! I think I'm gonna follow suit with not taking a. Um, kicker or defense um in this type of league i would usually take two running i mean by uh quarterbacks geez can't talk but since it's you know a limited bench i'm not going to do that i'm going to take one rookie st brown from detroit because who knows who they're throwing to and then i'm gonna take another running back again you're looking for handcuffs that are going to be valuable backfields and or, you know, offenses that utilize that second string running back. So this pick is between Latavius Murray and Madison for me. Um, because of the QB situation in New Orleans, I'll just go Madison. And if Cook goes down, I got that whole backfield. Then off the board oh, next went man. Pittsburgh Steelers, Justin Tucker, Jamal Williams. I think that's what Ooze is sighing about. And then yeah, Tampa that Jamal Bay. Williams pick is definitely, um, definitely big. Uh, they're they're saying in the uh, Detroit's camp that Swift and and uh, Jamal Williams going to be a one-two punch, and we know how that worked out with um, with uh, Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams, right? When Aaron Jones went down. Jamal Williams was a top running back in the league um, for a couple of weeks. So uh, picking him up at the 13th round is very, very big, very big. And now Lance is on the board picking in the 13th round. And we have two more rounds to go, guys. Took a right. rookie wide out, Marshall. From Carolina. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's look, like he's. I've seen him um, in camp, big dude, 6'3", uh, from LSU. Uh, he's right now wide receiver three on the depth chart, but definitely could make a splash for um, the middle season going on. And if an injury happens, you know I mean? They're, they're definitely going to uh, look at him over DJ Moore, I, th- I feel like. You know, so uh, it's my pick. So I still don't have a QB. I don't care. I don't care. 
so, so are you going to uh are you gonna stream a QB this year with um, this kind of draft? I don't think I'm gonna stream a QB. I'm definitely gonna take a QB. I'll, I'll probably go back to back QBs to be honest in the 14 to 15 round. Um, but like you said, um, I might be streaming QBs because of the fact that I'm in the bottom tier of them right now. So, um, I mean, yeah. Another good draft tip slash strategy. If you suffer or lack at one position, you know, we try to tell you don't dig that yourself into a hole too deep, but if you do end up doing that way, because you're staying fluid with your draft and going with, you know, different opportunities or different ADPs, it's a very good strategy to go back to back picks in a certain position. Right. So, oh my God. I completely, I'm going to go draft my man, Marlon Mack out here, everybody, because he got a Achilles injury. He's back. He, they, he's going to, the touches between Jonathan Taylor and my, uh, Marlon Mack are going to be somewhere around 60, 40 going Jonathan Taylor and Marlon Mack. And then the third down and pass catching goes with the, uh, with the uh, Naheem Hines. So um, I'm mostly basically handcuffing Naheem Hines here with Marlon Mack. Um, and that's so, sniping me because I was actually waiting for him to come back to me this round. I mean, all it takes is one injury, baby boy. Um, <laughs> yeah, because I got Jonathan Taylor and I was hoping maybe I'd then, have a handcuff there. Right, true. And then uh, I got sniped again right after because I was going to take Matt Ryan, Mighty Ice. Mm. Um so that being said, I'm going to go. I would have took him that round. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I was going to go for a turnaround, but um, <laughs> I'm going with my boy Cam. <laughs> Everybody's going to laugh, but I'm telling you right now, at the end of the day, Cam <sighs> was going to be a monster. I don't want to say monster, but he's going to be fantasy relevant, especially. With him rushing another year in the offense with a uh, offseason, with preseason um, games, things gonna be a lot better. Another year away from that injury, I think, I think it's gonna be a lot better than people think. I still don't have a tight end, and then my kind of sleeper slash dark horse was Troutman, and he's taken off the board right before Lance's pick, and then he just took Hawkins from Atlanta, the running back. Uh, Jay Sanders went off the board, scuck up JC McKick, McKick, ooh, can't say that one, Philip Lindsay, and uh, reasoning behind that pick, Lance? Uh, I just wanted an upside on the running back. I didn't really want to back up running back, but I do need somebody. And if a rookie by the bye week is starting to prove himself, uh, I definitely want to stash that kind of pick that late. Mm-mm-mm. I'm looking at my last two picks. I don't have a tight end. Um, I super punted on tight end, and we're all not drafting defense or kicker, as we explained earlier. One pick is going to definitely be Marvin Jones. I don't know why. He just seems to prove himself for the past like three or four years now, and it's kind of weird. At this late, what's the point of not drafting him? Um, yeah, he back, did, you know, he had back-to-back seasons with nine touchdowns. Uh, he had, I mean, 
almost a thousand yards last year with Detroit. Um, and that's with Matty Ice. So we, we have to see how he does with, you know, Trey, Trey Lance, Trey Law. Oh my God. Trevor Lawrence. I said Trey Lance, Trey Law, and then, you know, Trevor Lawrence. Trey Lawrence. <laughs> um, um, this one's really hard because there's no good Trey tight ends. I got Tim Tebow out here. I could take Jared. Trevor Tim. Lawrence loves, loves him. Um, actually, I'm going to go with another person who went down last year who was supposed to have a big year last yucky. year as my last pick. So That's really a yucky one. I would I, I would definitely want to went uh, um, what do you call it? Uh, Tim Tebow. Yeah, but at this rate, he could stream. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So. yeah, yeah. Picking Jarwin, yeah. just having the inside track. Yeah, um, definitely. We're gonna rename my team the Super uh, the Super Stack. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> this guy, this guy, this guy's out here outstanding, doing doing the most. So maybe if he puts his legs to work and he gets the passing going, Tua might actually help me out. Especially considering I got two uh, Miami players, three Miami players, if you count the running back which we all do. All right. So we just ended the draft. We had Landstake Tua. Uh, after that went Crosby, the kicker, Hubbard, the backup running back in Carolina. Then Carson Wentz picked by Ooze, another quarterback to solidify that spot. Rashad Penny, Christian Kirk, and Latavius Murray. So we're going to re- review our teams and then kind of finish up the show here. So I'll call out – you call out your team, and then uh, I'll tell you who you review. We're going to do a little something different where we'll have each other promote and demote a pick on each other's team instead of our own. So my team, first up, Aaron Rodgers, Christian McCaffrey, Antonio Gibson, Gibson Keenan Allen, Robert Woods – Blake Jarwin at my tight end position with my last pick. Um, C.D. Lamb, Chase Claypool, Cortland Sutton, Jarvis Landry, Tony Pollard, McCole Hardman, St. Brown wide receiver, uh, Alexander Madison, and Marvin Jones. Uh, Lance, give me a pick to promote and demote on my team. All right, so pick to promote. Um, a pick to promote is I like I like getting uh, Keenan Allen that late in the second round, uh, especially considering we're we're talking about a full PPR. Um, that's definitely somebody that could have gone earlier. Um, and again, he just has the footwork to get open. He's not a large guy, but he is a possession receiver. So it's definitely a good pick there. And a lot of your receivers fit that kind of type. You got Robert Woods, you got CeeDee Lamb. Um, you've got Sutton and Jarvis Landry. There are a lot of people who are good at getting open and getting that ball. Um, somebody that I'd have to demote. Um, I mean, I, I don't want to do that to the number one pick, but Christian McCaffrey. Uh, he has the upside, but his injury risk is, is too high for me. But picking number one, it's a, a choice there. 
So I'd actually go all the way down and say I wouldn't have gone for Madison. I would have probably gone for another wide receiver instead of Madison, only because I like the upside of a wide receiver and not so much the downside of, of running back at, at that late in the draft. So at one. Are you saying I should have took Cook instead because I picked Madison? I would no, I'm not saying Madison because you wouldn't have known you were hitting Madison, right? True. But Cook, Cook, I would have thought was a safer bet picking number one. I don't want to pick somebody who continually has injury risks. Continually you have Daddy Chill. This guy just got, <laughs> this guy got injured one time. I will he, say he, he missed he missed one season, not even a season. You know what's scary about Davin Cook? I played every game. Played every game in 2019. Played every game in 2018. Played every game in 2017. Now you need to go back and look at all that because oh he did God. not play every game. I don't think he played every game, but Davin Cook had those injury concerns early on too. And I'm yeah, like, what if that comes season, back? That second season was was bad, but then he had two great seasons in a row. McCaffrey hasn't strung two together. I will say this, and I, I, I get what you're saying. But, after but you personally, but, I would but, I would have but but he but, but okay but I so, can't even really do that. I went down to Madison, right? I, I said I wouldn't have with McCaffrey, but we're talking in, about coin in twenty nineteen he rushed for thirteen hundred yards, in twenty eighteen he rushed for a thousand. A thousand is a drop off. That's not a first round pick. No, no. He that was his, in twenty eighteen, he rushed for a thousand. 2019, yeah. he rushed for 1,300. Okay. And then what so did he do in 2020? He got injured. <laughs> there we go. Oh. <laughs> He's a small guy. No, no, no. <laughs> you and this. Who gave who's a soundboard? This guy is killing me, bro. All right. So I want to wrap up, but I get what you're saying now, Lance. But I will say this. Full point PPR? The f- I mean, Dalvin Cook catches the the ball out of the backfield, but I will say this: this guy got a COVID quarterback, and you're talking about. <laughs> it doesn't matter with a COVID quarterback. Actually, that's even better. You put a backup in there. Who's he dumping it off to? The tight end and the running back. He ain't du- he ain't know, throwing you know, to Justin Jefferson. You know, you know, you know, the backup quarterback came and dumped the ball to 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 these players. They're going straight to the ground. <laughs> listen, listen. Oh Cam God. Newton threw what ten touchdowns last year, okay, and yo, you're man. over here pumping them up every yo. week. What are you on his staff? Yep. Daddy, chill. Chill. Making the hats for him, like I don't. Yo, yo, it. yo, yo running yo. your business. Yo, like, Daddy, chill. Cam Newton, like yo. <laughs> Daddy, chill. Yo, yo, yo. Listen, let's not let's not discourage Cam, especially as the 14th round he, pick. He is a great person. But he's I, just not a great quarterback anymore. I just want to say this one thing, and we gotta move on to the next team. Those first can you get your damn map out the way and put the drop board back up? Yeah, people are gonna be looking at <laughs> yeah, this like, map. Yeah, you post a uh, video, don't you? <laughs> yeah, this guy got the damn map on there. So I don't know what happened. My screen started going crazy, and then I was like, Oh, it's back. So I just had to start sharing the same screen, and I lost one screen. I have two screens. And now I don't know why the map was just being shown. I don't know what you guys saw, but I just saw a whole bunch of flickering in the process. No, it's all the damn map. All right, we're back. Can you see screen? Can you see the there draft you board? Go. There you Outstanding. go. Outstanding. at the draft board. So the all one right, thing I was going to – wait. My... 
one thing I was going to say was there's a lot of uncertainty with those first couple of picks because they're very high risk being the first pick, you know, all those running backs. So see, but you guys stop switching these screens, bro. Well, I'm going back to just look at the, the notes oh. here. Um, so next up, uh, let's go with Ooze's team and then I'll do a pick to promote and demote on his team. So what, what's your team? Ooze? All right. So my team is Zeke Diggs. Cooper Cup, Jamar Chase, Robbie Anderson, Tyler Lockett, Jerry Judy, Zach Moss, Naeem Hines, Henry Ruggs, um, Zach Ertz, Evan Ingram, Marner Mack, Cam, and uh, Ginger Jesus, Carson Wentz. Talk to me. Talk to me. Because I think that is fire. The one thing I will say is, do you really want to come out of your draft saying your team is just absolutely fire? You you have no like concern about it at all. You have uh, to have some sort of like you know, I'm hesitant in some sort of area. Yeah, I mean the only thing I'm really the only thing I'm really hesitant about is the QB, but there's only one position for me. Yeah, you know what I mean. So I, I think when it comes to death and starters, I think I'm. Again, I don't like the, the I mean, all right, well, first of all, you go ahead and you demote and promote one of my picks and I'll let you know where I really don't like and I could use the um, abundance of my players um, and the luxury of me having a, a good amount of players that some other teams need to trade away and then grab me a, a nice, decent uh, running back or something. Yeah. Um it's real easy for me to say Zeke as the pick to promote, but I just don't want to take the easy way out. Um, where did you get Tyler Lockett in the six? I want to say it's like a split between Zeke being so late in the first round at nine or Tyler Lockett in the six. People keep sleeping on Tyler Lockett like he, you know, doesn't have Russ throwing him the ball for some strange reason. And the, what was it? The zero RB league. We picked them six mm-hmm. together. So, I mean, I'm leaning more towards the side of Tyler Lockett for that uh, pick to promote. Um, demote. I mean, it's real easy for me to say cam and just like, you know, gas that up again and just get Lance going. And we can just ride the coattails of Cam's not going to be good this season, and Kirk Cousins going to outshine him. Sit. I don't know how. <laughs> I mean, look in the in that round. What are what are your other choices? No, I'm not. I'm not going to. I'm just saying I could do it for like <laughs> comical benefit. But um, my like my thing is right. Everybody, my thing is, you guys are so. Adamant about this cam being so trash because of what happened last season. Last season was a not very... trash. It was three seasons in a row. Not no, trash. No. But I'm no. saying Kirk Cousins gonna be better. Since I will he was say MVP, that. You think he you had, said Kirk Cousins not gonna be put better. together a good season since he was MVP? He's not put together a starting season come on, since he's MVP. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. And we can write it off as any of those injuries, and it probably is all those injuries. But unfortunately, we gotta look at all that. I and I should have known better to start this conversation Come on. with the time we had, but I'm Come gonna on. I revert. I'm gonna Come say on. Jamar 29, Chase. 2019 was, was one of his worst seasons. I'm gonna say Jamar Chase as the pick to demote 
just because I feel like you could have probably got him at a lower round and you do hype up Kyle Pitts. Maybe that could have been your starting yeah. uh, tight end. But I do understand what you were doing because there's so many wideout positions. You just went on a straight wideout like Fiesta. Yeah. Man, like I, I completely agree with that demotion, um, especially if I could have grabbed some uh, someone like um, – DJ Moore or Kenny Galladay once I took Kyle Pitts. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think getting Kyle Pitts should have been the, should have been the choice, but I really wanted to show up that wide receiver plus those flexes out there. But I think also um, the Kyle Pitts pick should have been there. Um, I think the Zach Moss, I just don't like that. that their running backs don't like, is they're, they're a passing team, pass first team, but they really want to convert themselves to a 50-50 team. Just don't like I, I the reason why I say this, and one tip out there is that you know every season is a new season, right? So Correct. try not to, even though it kind of hurts sometimes to go off and not drop the player because of what they did to you last season. Last season is done and is over with. You gotta look forward and get to the new season. So that being said. I know Zach Moss is going to be number one. He's kind of injured right now, but um, they're, you know, earlier last week, they're saying he's good in camp. We'll see. Very TV true. Your team. Very true. Uh, we did my team already, but very true. I want oh, to just point on that. Um, do not, there's some players you have written off from the get go, probably every year. And you need to let bygones be bygones and kind of forgive these players. You let sleeping dogs lie. Exactly. Because you never know potentially what type of outcome they can produce for you this season, especially if, you know, they stay healthy or they have a new coaching staff change, especially like an offensive coordinator or coach, or, you know, maybe they slim down. There's a lot of variables that go into, you know, a player's success. And there's a lot of variables that goes into their, you know, dooming your fantasy team. So, again, don't hold grudges too much. You know, don't write off some players entirely, especially if you're looking at, let's say, like OBJ is a perfect example in, you know, round eight or something. And you have great wide receivers. Like, you may have written him off because of what he's done to you in the past couple of years, but maybe he's still got some, you know, juice in the tank left to, you know, shore up a flex position. So, with all that being said, the last team – is Lance's run through your team, Lance, and then Ooze is gonna give that pick to promote and demote. All right. Well, I kicked it off with Jonathan Taylor. Um, then I turned around and took Justin Jefferson, and then I went to Florida for a good half of the draft. <laughs> I got Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Milo Gaskin, Jalen Waddle, Tom Brady, Mike Gusecki, Antonio Brown. Oh my gosh, we finally left Florida. You got Mike Williams, T.Y. Hilton, Rondell Moore, Terrence Marshall, and then I took G, uh, uh, Jay Hawkins. I don't even know how to say his name. And I took Tua in the very last round, hoping for a turnaround in the sophomore year. So let me hear it, Ooze. Let me hear it. <sighs> okay. So my only gripe with this team is the trip to Florida. Okay, it's just you, know, you don't why, like the Boca why, Raton scene. Why did we 
you it looks like it looks like you took a damn frontier slash spirit airlines to like plane and went to the camp picked up three players and came back you know when you're sitting around at mike evans right you had a great start jay taylor justin jefferson mike evans great start then on your turnaround you went to go get chris godwin okay we're stacking a little bit still good pick mike gaskin Okay, we're still in Florida. You needed a second running back, but the Jerry Waddle for me just wasn't it. I think you could have went with a lot more, like OBJ. You could have done a another running back, <laughs> but the running back I was easily thought of was Leonard Fournette, since you're still in <laughs> in Tampa, right? <laughs> or even a Juju or, or or Claypool somewhere in Denver, like current Sutton. Um, I think Jay Waddle still needs to prove himself because you, you still have a Devontae Parker there. Will Fuller came from the Texans. Um, you could have gotten away from that and picked up a, a higher floor type of guy. But you could also get rewarded if he pans out being the number two there. So uh, Tom Brady, you have six points for, for a touchdown, and you're stacking with Chris Godwin and, and uh, Mike Evans. So I'm not really mad about that pick. You could have gotten that later and maybe even got uh, Mike Gusecki earlier. Just a little flip-flop of the picks, but besides that, I think the team is great. And it's, it's weird. Oh, Antonio Brown. Now, that one was really bad for me. <laughs> that one was really bad. Now that's your third wide receiver from the same team. If you just erase that pick, I think everything else on your team is fine. I think the Mike Williams pick is very great at the 10th round. T.Y. Hillen at the 11th round. Um, but those are great picks for me. So I think your team is solid. But it's, just, it's just a weird fact. You have three wide receivers on the same team. You have the whole, basically the whole offense of, of uh, the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? <laughs> My man went, uh, rated his whole team instead of picking one pick. I'm sorry. Pick to the moat. Hey, it's all good. Ooze with this in-depth analysis, and that's what people came here to see. But this is our draft. We uh, went a little bit over on time, but not too bad. But uh, you guys happy with how this multi-flex league draft went turned out? I would love to see my team, but I would not like to bet on it. <laughs> yeah, just uh, it's just that's funny. It, it, it's one of those things where it's, it either looks genius at the end of the year. Or you're like, oh, that's exactly why you're four and eight. Right, right, right. But look, Tom Brady did throw for forty touchdowns. Yeah. So th- I mean, they they had to go somewhere, right? So yeah. you know, throwing for forty touchdowns, you got two wide receivers from that forty touchdown team. Three, you had Antonio Brown, but you know, I mean, I I feel like that pick don't really need that there. But having um, two out of you know the four other um, tight, including the tight ends. You're getting a piece of that sh- that pie, yeah. you know what I mean? So that's why I said like the Mike Evans and the Chris Godwin, there's not bad picks at all. Um, I just thought you can get away from because now, you know, you're the Jared Waddle is like, oh, man, I'm going with two guys that's going to share the pot pie with Tom Brady, and then Jared Waddle is like, hey, I'm a rookie that you no know, knows Tua. We might be good, but we might be bad at the same time because I got to get used to the NFL. These cornerbacks are bigger and faster, you know what I mean, and stronger. So um, 
I feel like you could have gone with a higher floor there and, and and solidify your team. So, like I said earlier, this draft is much more complicated than your regular. You have to start, you know, more positions. You have to think ahead a couple of rounds sometimes. It was harder for me because I was on the turn. I definitely felt that and definitely got sniped on a lot of picks. Um, yeah, I got sniped. Hello. Last tidbit is um, I mentioned this before on the show, um, a league where I had lost my first two round picks and then still made it to the championships. This was that league last year. I had lost Kenny G and I had lost Saquon probably two weeks in. And luckily I had Kelsey as my third round pick for whatever reason he fell and still somewhat made it to the championships. But that was a lot of, you know, trades, sneaking out wins, you know, making roster adjustments. My later round picks were very good, um, utilizing the return yards in this aspect. So remember everyone, you know, this doesn't start and end with your draft. This is a whole season long process, and that's why we're here with you all season long. Listen to us to update your teams, to make it to the playoffs, and to be a better fantasy player. So that's our show. Uh, thanks again for joining us, Lance and Ooze. It's been real. We're coming back to you Thursday with another episode. Double the content this week, guys. And sorry we came to you a little late. It's Mock Draft Monday, but just on a Tuesday. I'm going up on, on a, a Tuesday. Tuesday. See everyone. Peace. <laughs>